Hey you, you, click the subscribe button. You are listening to the Ill-Advised Wise Guys podcast, starring Uche and QDZ. Yo, 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 yo. We are the Ill-Advised Wise Guys. It's your boy Uche. I got my boy QDZ for Sheezy. It's way too easy. Black Lives Matter. Fashizi, I said Fashizi twice, but you know, you get my gist, you know. Hey, you know, you I'm, should I'm actually- getting, I'm getting bad at this. You should actually, yeah, <laughs> you have regressed. You should actually just keep saying Black Lives Matter. I, I like that. Why don't we just make that like a slogan at That's the true. beginning of this show? Why not, man? I mean, we got to always say it, you know, so people won't forget. Well, well, that and it's, it's easier to remember. Just it is easier to remember. You, it doesn't, oh, of course, oh, oh, you, you, don't have to, my- you don't have to freestyle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I agree with that because you know I'm very bad at freestyling. Unless it's unless unless it's like you know off the liquor, you know I'm better at everything off the liquor, except for driving. Oh, that's true. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 don't you dare be one of those people that that be like, yo, actually I drive better when I'm drunk. I, you know I used to hear yo, that in college yo, all the time. Remember that Bruh. shit. Bro, yeah. like, man, yo, hey, actually, man, when I'm drunk, man, hey, I actually, I'm more alert and I drive better. I'm like, bro, like, come on, please. I'm more man, focused. I don't, I don't know who you're going to convince of that. Even if that was true, that shit sounds horrible. It sounds stupid. <laughs> it sounds stupid. That's like somebody oh, saying, that's like somebody saying, I'm a better parent when I'm not there. It's like, bro. It's not possible. Like it could I'm, I'm be a true, better, I guess. I, I'm a better parent when <laughs> I'm a better parent when I'm not in the house. Like you know, I like parenting from afar. From afar, I just keep, yeah, I just keep my it kids just, at the house and I just stay. I'm outside. more productive that way. You know that that's dumb. <laughs> yeah, that's dumb. You, you can't, yeah, man. You can't uh, yeah, yeah. You guys, please don't do that. Uh, however, we do have a jam-packed show for y'all. This is episode seventy-six. Seventy-six. Damn it. Seventy-six. Um, I'm ready to get, I'm ready to jump into the shits, man. Like, we got a lot of stuff to cover. We got a lot of stuff to cover. A lot of music. Um, not necessarily a lot of albums, but a lot of music that dropped. Important stuff that dropped that I think we should really get into. So, um, let's not, let's not do too much, too much more shenanigan talking. And let's get to the, let's get to the real ish. All right. Um, spell, spell shenanigan and then come we'll on, get man. to it. Nah, man, I'm no longer in school. I, I, I don't have to do that for you. That's the, why, why am I being graded on spelling anymore? Come on. Yeah, oh, you, I'm bringing back horror stories, right? I'm bringing out yeah. those bad memories, right? Where they ask you to spell. I was, remember, you know, remember, it, it, remember, you know the shit I used to hate? This is what I used to hate in school. Specifically in middle school, but all throughout all of school, when they had, when they was used to make people read out I was class. gonna bring that up. Oh, you gonna say that? that? I was a beast at it. Oh, you were yo, a beast? I, was, I, I was hated beast. that shit. I hated I used to shit. love it. I used to I be like, yo, it. let me read. But then what I would try to do a lot of times was I'll try to show that I can read fast. I'd be like, sound like Twister over here reading Frog and Toad, sound like Twister. Frog went to the so yeah, it was no, that shit sucked. I hated it, dog. I hated it. It's not that I couldn't read, it's I just would always get shook. Like, as soon as the eyes were on me, 
soon as all the eyes were on me, it's like I, I forgot how to read. Like, uh, uh, exactly. Uh, uh, the, the 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 chicken went to the the the, the store. Some I would start saying stupid shit. So hey. pressure pressure burst pipes. You know the thing about it that was so it was actually sad is that. Those who couldn't read, you just assume they came from a bad home, right? Like you just assume <laughs> they ain't had no parents around or like you just assume they were poor. Like, oh, he can't read, he must be poor. But right. you know, like, you know, some people, that's how you decipher who can hit that three-point shot uh, in clutch. <laughs> who's gonna airball it? But, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, man, let's jump right into this, man. So we're gonna start with some hot topics. Actually, you know what? Before we get into that, we I know we have some first-time listeners. So if you if you're a first-time listener, welcome to the show. Uh like we already introduced ourselves. You know, we talk about music all day, every day. Uh and if you're and if you like our show, please please consider subscribing. You know what I'm saying? We're on all of the platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Google Podcasts, Stitcher. Um yeah, you name it. Anywhere where you can actually get a podcast, check us out. The Ill-Advised Wise Guys. Yeah. Yeah, and also follow yeah. us on follow us on Twitter too. Like I'm oh, I'm, yeah. I'm ramping up my Twitter, man. I'm starting to be a lot more uh, productive on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter, QDZ for Sheezy. Um, follow Ratings Game on Twitter. Follow Uche VA on Twitter. Follow us. We 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 funny on there. We, we it's an extension of this show. But you don't have to listen to it. You just gotta read it real quick, you know. So, yeah. and 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 like we we're just talking about, you don't have to read in front of the class. So, listen, if you're a bad reader, just listen. Just read the tweets in the comfort of your own home. Nobody's judging you, you know. Hopefully, well, you actually, like what I you see. Judge. But I judge. I, you I, judge. I, I still. Judge. I, I I I might judge you, but uh, I try not to judge, man. However, try your hardest. Sometimes I'm bad at it. Um, let's get to the shits, man. Uh, hot topics, man. I, I think it's I think it's it's inevitable that we start with Will Smith, Jada Pinkett Smith, August Alcina, whatever you want to call that debacle that is happening right now. You can call uh, it something. It's called an entanglement, yeah. apparently. Call it the entanglement. The uh, uh, she should have said like a situation. Why did she just? Why did she got to make it seem like it was like? It was like two two pieces of string that that happened to get uh, uh, exactly. stuck together. Like, come on, you talking about another person and you referencing it as an entanglement? You that know was what weird. we need to start. That, you know that what was we need to start weird. doing. You know yeah. what we need to start doing. We need to start proving that these people are guilty by how big the word that they use. If they use a confusing ass word to explain a situation, that means they hella guilty. Entanglement? Why could you just say situation? Why could you just say uh, jump off? Like she said, entanglement. Entanglement. So, <clears throat> you know, I I'll put it like this. I was actually vet. If you watch that video, first and foremost, why was that video only fifteen minutes? Explain to me why they had the, the they responded quote unquote in fifteen. That that should have been an hour long episode, like all of the other red table talk episodes. That's how I know there's there's more to this story than than they let on. And honestly, if you watch Will Smith's face, bro, He's Will right. Smith, that man was ashamed, embarrassed. I don't even know what more to call that. That that uh, how to describe his face, but 
But homeboy was he actually was grilling Jada, and I appreciated that. As a as a man, I feel like it's not often that men are placed in that situation where their significant other, right, the woman is the one that actually had a side dude. It actually had a relationship, a full blown relationship with the side dude, right? It's, 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 it, it, yeah. Like you're, I'm used to seeing this on the opposite side, right? The dude, you know, saying he messes with a girl, he 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 kind of like takes a little bit too far. And then now the man has to explain why he hurt his woman so much. Um, I don't know, man. That that whole situation is just weird. And uh, yeah, Jada Pinkett Smith, she got some more explaining to do. Because to be honest with you, I I actually didn't even think. Uh, you know what? Let me back up. She don't got to explain shit to me because to be honest with you, I don't care. At the end of the day, this is all fucking entertainment based on the fact that August Alcina brought this shit to the light. He really did. Like, nobody had to even know any of this if it wasn't for August Alcina being so, I'll call it messy. That's, that, that's a messy situation that he, like, what was the point in bringing that up? Ironically, I mean, he dropped, ironically, he dropped an album. I don't want to go so, uh, as, go as far to say he did it for the clout because his album rollout was happening. I don't want to go that far because I don't know that to be true. However, the timing is interesting as Will and Jada even said when they responded. So, I mean, what do you think? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure Angela he asked him about it. And so like, you know, August Alcina is a real one. He's going to tell the truth. He's not probably with that Hollywood stuff that goes on, which, you know, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett's relationship was very Hollywood. Like to me, um, it's like, it's scary because they kind of paint this picture of like a perfect family, but you know, Obviously, every family, there's a little bit of cracks here and there and there. Um, but, you know, watching that video was uncomfortable. I don't know, were you, were, I could not even finish it. I couldn't finish it. I was just looking at Will Smith's face. I was just looking at Jada Pinkett's face. They, they, it's obvious they don't like each other anymore. That's, that's done. They, they, they don't like each other. I don't see 100%, love 100%. Like 100%. I see a, a serious disconnect. And even when Will Smith was trying to like explain himself, he was doing that whole, I, I, you know, like, like I, I feel like love just, I, I, I was like, no, bro. If at this point you can't explain like easily. Yeah. And, and it's right. okay. Yeah. It's okay. Like, cause you know, just um, in the past, right? One of the red, uh, what are the, what, what do they call that? I, I, I've already lost my train of thought. One of the red flags, thank you. Okay. One of the red flags that Jada Pinkett has been doing for the last couple of years is she talks about Tupac a lot. She talks about Tupac. I wrote this love letter for Tupac. Uh, Tupac, I miss him so much, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Will, like how, as, as Will Smith, as a man, you cannot feel comfortable. <laughs> she's saying it in public she's not even doing it behind the scenes and then this august i'll see it. come on come on as a man let's be real as a I man mean, you know as a you, man let me say this real yeah. quick. sorry go ahead go ahead as go ahead, a go ahead. man as a man you see august alcino booed up with your girl multiple pictures you know the deal you know the deal you know what's going on and so um it's just kind of like, you know, the whole 
dealing with things the Hollywood way, I just, it's, it's just bizarre to me. Hmm. Interesting take. And I mean, I think you're spot on, but I do want to point out the fact that they also mentioned in the actual conversation that they had that um, they were separated, right? So I don't even know, like, again, I'm not married, so I don't even know what that means. I, I know for a fact, you know, couples go through shit, right? You know, separation, you know, they sometimes they, they take it a step further and go with the divorce route. So clearly they didn't annul their, their, uh, their, their, their wedding certificate, right? They were taking a break. On a break, that does not mean you go and have a full-blown relationship with somebody. And I'm with you. It's obvious that the, that the love is, is gone. They've, they've entered into a, a state in which, to, to be honest with you, when I look at both of them, I see two people who are just friends at this point. That's why they consider themselves life partners. They're just like, oh, we got kids, and yeah, we probably got a whole lot of business together, a whole lot of money. It doesn't make any sense to break any of that shit up for no reason. So with that being said, I blame August Alcina. <laughs> because if it wasn't for him, if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't even know about any of this shit. Like we shouldn't even be, we should honestly, and that's the, that's the biggest thing. That's my biggest takeaway is although we don't quite understand Will and Jada's relationship, we don't have to. That's their situation. If, if, if that, if that works for them, if they don't fuck with each other on that level anymore and they just want to be life partners, so be it. Go fuck with other people. It's, I'm going to tell you right now, it's obvious Will Smith got side joints and he keeps them in check. <laughs> Do you know how uncomfortable this conversation is? <laughs> I'm just letting you know that it's very uncomfortable, right? It's like, bro, like I, I hate to, you know, I, I even apologize that I went that deep. I hate to dive in somebody's relationship, sort of like you said. That's what you know, I'm saying, man. The day, like whatever they got, they, they got, they should, you know, but I think they should strongly consider don't just stick together, in my opinion. Don't just stick together just because. Like, that's now that's, now that's an interesting angle. Now that's an interesting what angle. What I'm seeing is, that's kind of what I'm seeing. I can almost, dare I say, like when I look into Will Smith's eyes and the way he was looking at Jada, dare I say there's some hate there. There's some unfixable, uh, tension there mm -hmm. so um the fact that i mean you can't live this down I, I don't care i don't care what they say they say they're as happy as it gets there's no way that you can live this down that that um august alcina which is out in public now everybody knows that what august alcina was doing with jada pinkett how as will smith could you get that out your head i, I just don't see it i just don't see it and his his vibes are also show me that but power to them i hope they they work out man yeah man uh prayers to everybody involved i i wish i wish we didn't talk about this however we got to get this content off let's just let's yeah. just discuss it yeah. fuck it yeah. it is what it is let's move on though no need to discuss that even further uh i think this is your topic man you might want to you might want to take this one away the the Ooh, macbook, MacBook oh, yeah, Air and airpods I just bought a MacBook and a MacBook uh, Pro. And this is not an advertisement, guys. This is not an advertisement for Apple. They're not paying me that much, just like five cents. But so I got this and I got this. This is the regular one. This is the Pro. And then I got this. <laughs> All these. And then I got a damn 
Apple, uh, not Apple, uh, Beats by Dre. I'm, I'm earphone boy, but um, the MacBook Pro, though, or the, sorry, the uh, AirPods Pro, noise cancellation earphones, dog. Like, wow, unbelievable. But the funny story I was going to tell was I actually, my MacBook broke, right? My old MacBook broke. It just didn't stop turning on. And uh, I went online and bought me a MacBook Air from the Apple store. They said, hey, you know, you can get $100 off if uh, you say you're a student. I was like, oh, I'm a student, right? I'm still a student. So I bought it, went through, said I'm a student, got the $100 off. They even had a, a deal for this. Got to the Apple store and was like, yo, where's my laptop? They're like, here you go. Here's your laptop and your earphones. All we need from you is a student ID. I was like, oh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> and here come the lies. So I was like, uh, <laughs> I was like, yo, I thought, I thought you meant like if you were a student at one point, right? Like I went to high school. I mean, I, I went to college. They're like, uh, yeah, but you got to be a current student. I was like, oh, shoot. So I started looking for an email. I was like, look, look, an email from VCU. Look, I got an email. <laughs> that said, uh, sir, it says alumni. I was like, oh, damn. Uh, oh, oh, damn. And then for some reason, I started trying to call my wife. I was like, uh oh, how can you get me out of this sticky situation? <laughs> can you believe she started taking it back? She said, sir, we're going to have to take this MacBook back because <laughs> you're not a student. I was like, hold on, wait. I was thinking of every lie in the book and I just, I was just like, you know what? I'll just pay the difference. The nice lady actually let me go. She was like, don't do this ever again. I was like, okay, I won't do this ever again. And, you know, remember, remember Martin on Blue Streak? Uh, at the end of Blue Streak where he had the diamond and he started running away? <laughs> That's yeah. how I felt. I was like, I won't do it again. And I started running away like this. <laughs> so... But uh, that's a funny story. But uh, I, I have a feeling that if there's Apple people listening, uh, no, 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 I'm not turning myself in. You know that Dirk song? I, oh, turn, turn myself in? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, uh, that was definitely a, a pseudo ad for Apple, but it's cool. And listen. by the way, don't do that, folks. No, 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 do that. No, they should do that. <laughs> You're just an Apple hater. Let's stop it. No, no, no. I'm saying they should try what you did. Shit. Why not try to get a discount? Why not? I don't understand. Because they're going to say, I saw Quincy do it. And hey. then all my ties with Apple are going to be cut. I can't, I can't have that happen. Listen, man. Um, yeah, the listeners, they, they couldn't see me, but um, I was definitely yawning in my head. Uh, at the mention of Apple. You, you spent about five minutes talking about Apple products. Hey, no hate though. No Apple, shade. Apple has more money than the government. We, we <laughs> Team Apple, bruh. Team Apple. No hate, no shade. Uh, I told you I was actually going to get a MacBook, but I did not. Only reason why I didn't get a MacBook, so, so let me back up. I, I'm a little phony because I, like I said, much shit as I talk about Apple, I was for sure about to get a MacBook. Only reason why I didn't get one is because I didn't want to learn a new operating system, like for my mm, daily. Yeah, yeah, I did a, not want to do that. That's a big deal. That's a big I deal. didn't want to do it. It took it legit took me two years to to, to figure out like MacBook, like to get comfortable with it. But right. That was an interesting story. I just wanted to talk about. 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's 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 jump to the next topic, man. Your boy Kanye is back to his yay uh, standards, and um, I don't even know if this is news, but I mean, the thing is, he's been making a lot of news lately about his 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 quest. I call it a quest to run for president. Um, in the midst of that, he also has denounced Donald Trump, his man's who he was saying for the longest, that's my man's. I don't even know which angle I want to go with this. However, it's just interesting for me to see that Kanye, that like people are actually talking about Kanye being president. Like, does, is, Kanye, is Kanye aware that he has missed the deadline for a lot of different events for the presidency? Is, is he aware of any of this? Um, or, 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 or is he just saying things for publicity? Which, which one is it? Which one is it? It's clearly publicity. I'm actually, you know what's funny? This could actually be a bad thing because he could be taking black votes away if he was on the ballot. Like he could be taking black votes away from Biden, you know? And so it, if you want to go the serious route, we can go that serious route. But I, I think this is just a joke. It's just- It's stupid. It's just him trying to be, you know, funny or him. He he actually rumor has it was he's he's going through like a bipolar moment or something like that like a serious bipolar they say he has one once a year so you know I, I hope that he's okay but this is just stupid this is just this is beyond dumb <laughs> it, 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 it makes not no the sense. fact that he's running he could run that's fine but like you know it's it's almost like is the presidency of United States of America a joke like a complete joke <laughs> like is it seriously. <laughs> Like, this is like who's going to run our country? Who's going to, could you, 10 years ago, 10, 15 years ago, if we were to take a damn, uh, the DeLorean from 2020 and go to like 20, 2006 and said, hey, did you know that the presidential candidates are Donald Trump? Yeah, the dude from The Apprentice, Kanye West. Yeah, the dude that made Jesus Walks. And then Joe Biden, like, really? It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> to, run it's, it's, to, to run our country, to run our I, country. I'm a. I'm gonna take a different. I'm gonna take a different route with this because, I'll be honest. As much as the presidency has been, the actual the actual seat of the presidency doesn't mean as much as it did before. Donald Trump is responsible for that, right? I'm going to take this a step further. I don't think I want to even, enter, sorry, not think, I don't want to entertain any Kanye West talk because the man is bipolar. I'm not discriminating against people who have mental disorders. However, if they claim he's going through a, 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 mental, a mental battle right now, what the hell is going to happen if the man actually became president? Is he going to be taking his medicine in? Like, or is he going to be having moments where it could jeopardize the actual livelihood of a lot of things that's happening right now. And while somebody may hear what I just said and say, what are you talking about, man? Donald Trump is the president. Look, look at what he's done. That is the problem with, with, with where we have, what we have stooped to. We have now lowered the bar so much, to your point. We've lowered the bar so much that I might run for president. Bro, I might run for president, dog. Why not? I really, I really might. Why not? I mean. If you can just get past your your multiple felons, then yeah, 
your felonies hey, that you got hey, on your belt. <laughs> hey, if you see if you see the police, Warner Brother, why you think I'm wearing this shirt? Yeah, I've been so dodging the cops for years. Hey, hey, guys, yeah, all jokes. Right it's it's jokes. It's jokes. I have no felonies. I'm a, I, I can vote. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about uh, let's talk about uh let's talk about your boy your 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 guys Ti and Fifty Cent going back yeah. and forth uh, over here. I guess Fifty Cent's ducking this Ti fade that he would supposedly get on this versus battle, and then you know the thing about it, Fifty Cent, you can't beef with Fifty Cent. Fifty Cent always takes it too far. You knew that even though Ti was being friendly. You knew 50 Cent was going to take it too far. Then 50 Cent started posting memes of T.I. on Crime Stoppers, which I didn't know that actually happened. I didn't know T.I. You didn't know that? You actually didn't I didn't know, know it was real. I thought it was a rumor. I, 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 I didn't. That was Crime Stoppers. And T.I. was literally saying, <laughs> yo, yo, everybody, if you see somebody, call, the, call, the, call this number and you can be anonymous. I was like, yo, he actually was on Crime Stoppers? Okay, okay. What? Okay. I have a I have a different take. See, I have a I, I have a different I, I have care a, about I, all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't, I don't, care, I don't about care about that. that. Stuff. I think that he's actually doing something good for the community. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yo, if you saw a crime, call the goddamn hotline. Yo, stop. You if you're not a gangster, just call the hotline, all right? He didn't say he didn't say, yo, I'm a snitch. I I told, so that's why I'm asking y'all to tell. He didn't say that. That's what, people that. are, that's what people are implying. That's what people that are suggesting. So about that? <laughs> Bro, if you're a law-abiding citizen, please just call the number. If you saw a crime, call the number, all right? It's very simple. It'll help, it'll help so, it'll help wipe some of these people off the streets. Like, it is so, anonymous. It'll, it'll help some people with felonies get off the streets, you know? That's, like you, you know, like it, the, the, that time I'm you still committed your, your your fifth felony, I was like, yo, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> once once they said it's anonymous, I was like, oh hell yeah, I'm about to take your ass down. Hey, but let's have okay, let's have a serious talk though. Uh from a different standpoint. They're they're having a beef, which I don't even, it's not really one, right? It's all entertainment. They're having that in the media right now. Because T.I. challenged 50 Cent in a versus battle, right? Yeah. yeah. Personally, I said this on Twitter and I, I stand by this. Um, 50 Cent is my one of my favorite rappers of all time. Real talk. You could not tell me in high school that I was not part of G-Unit, like myself. I was in G-Unit as far as I was. That's how hard I fucked with 50 Cent in that whole wave. Still to this day. I don't think people have had a wave like 50 Cent, um, in the, especially in the near in the in the recent past, right? With all that being said, 50 Cent is a legend. He has hella records that he set. He and, and, and I'm, I'm doing what Stephen A. Smith does, by the way. Huh, you know, uh, you know, I'm sure he's a good brother. Let me uh, let me preface my comments. He's a he's a good always brother. Always prefacing his comments. He I'm, I'm sure he's a good brother. He prefaces comments I, and he coughs. <laughs> Here's the thing about the project. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> let me preface my comments before I say this. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's facts. So, so all got with all championships, but I hate right. it. But, so with all the prefacing that I just said, 
where I could preface some more if you if you like, to be honest with you, I could. I have a whole lot to say positively about 50 Cent in his musical career. However, if we're all being real, T.I. has a better discography than 50 Cent does. And I, and I say that respectfully. I'm talking about a more sustained career, longevity of hits, more longevity of better albums. I, I'm talking about lyrically, T.I. went to a whole nother level when he got in trouble with the whole Crime Stopper shit. You guys remember Paper Trail, right? Paper Trail is yeah, arguably Trail. his best album. He yeah, went to he a actually whole... said, Go ahead. He actually said that he, the, the reason it's called Paper Trail is because he went back to writing his lyrics. And so that's why the lyrics on that album are like fantastic because he actually took his time making them. So, so it, I, I didn't even know that, but that, that makes perfect sense. He had a whole lot to, 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 to think about when he got in trouble. He had to put a whole lot of things in perspective. It sounds like he went back to the drawing board. I'm telling you right now, that might arguably be his best album. And I'm sure some people might disagree with me, but that's fine. I'm just telling you, if we're actually having a real conversation, T.I.'s discography and his hit ratio is, is, is better to me than 50 Cent is. And I love 50 Cent, but in a battle, I believe T.I. Will, will, will actually beat him. And I think it'll be pretty decisive, to be honest with you. I think it'd be pretty decisive. Hey. Look, I'm hot. Look, son is son is you got the, on me because you 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 said a lot of uh, bold ass statements that got me sweating a little bit. Hey, um, I'm, I'm glad I'm responsible for making the sun come out, man. Damn, I didn't know I had those thank powers. You. Thank you. Can um, you even see the sun? Looks like it's in your eyes. What? Come on. I can see. I can okay, see. cool. I can see. I can see clearly now. The sun is here. But anyway, um, so here's the thing. T.I. has, so T.I. has a whole bunch of albums, right? And the mm -hmm. albums are good. The albums are good. But if you just take 50 Cent's first album, a whole bunch of songs on that album are like hits. Because if, if, for T.I., like let's say per album, T.I. has like one or two or three hits per album, like hit hits. You know what I'm saying? Like hits that everybody knows. Maybe it has like two or three. 50 Cent's first album, Get Rich or Die Trying, you can argue has like 15, 10 hits. Sure. Think about it. Mini Men, hit. No, no that's facts. Pimp, Pimp, P-I-M-P, uh, and Pimp Remix, hits. No, no, no. Wait, uh, I thought that was on his second album. That's the first one. P-I-M-P. P-I-M-P? Yeah, I'm a pimp, P-I-M-P. That's his first album. Oh, okay, I thought that was on the same oh, album. Get Rich candy, or Die candy Trying. Shop. That was, I thought that was on the Candy Shop. The, the no, that's the second album. one. All right, You cool. can do those two. You can do Wankster came out of there. And The Club came off that album. Um, what else? Uh, Enlighten Me. That, what, what else came off that album? Uh, um, you said Many Men. Uh, you Wanksters. Wankster, I meant? Wankster, I said that, yeah. In The Club. Okay, my and bad. He had, a, he had a drunk with Eminem. Uh, uh, if I'm I patiently can't, waiting. He, he has that's a lot. That's if I can't, come on, like that, that, that first album alone, if, if we're doing a versus battle. Hey, right? hey, you and didn't even mention, you didn't, you didn't even mention in the club, by the way. I did, I said in the club, I did. Oh, my yeah. bad, but, clearly I'm but, not um, I didn't say it, I didn't say it hard enough. I didn't say it with my chest. 
it, that song needs to be said with my chest. You can argue that In the Club is one of the best rap songs I ever made, right? But um, if you just look at his first album, it has way more hits than, uh, I, you can argue, I'll say another crazy statement. You can argue that first 50 Cent album has the most hits a hip hop rap album has ever had. You can argue, go, go ahead, argue it. Um, I'm I'm not gonna argue that because I mean I'm not I I have nothing to to debate it against. However, that doesn't sound that far off. Um, that, I've never it doesn't seen sound that far off. Hip hop with that many like notable notable hits. Everybody knows Mini Man. Everybody knows Wangsta. Everybody knows In the Club. Everybody knows uh, If I Can't Pimp P I M P. And then you start getting the I get money money I got like these joints was hot. Candy shop. Yeah. No, nah, for sure, for sure. I'm with you. Listen, hey, 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 check this out. I'm with you, but Ti has a lot of fucking hits as well. He has a lot that people have forgotten about. I can name them, and this is just a few, obviously. And I know I'm gonna leave some out, and so you might think you might think of something as well. You know, like you you don't know me. Uh, you don't know of me. Come on, man. Like, of course, live your life. But would you call Okay, okay. These are like the these are like the more commercial joints, right? He got he got like um shit. Let me just pull his joint up right now, man. He has a lot of hits, it. bro. You gotta think about it in this in this manner. Hold on, hold on. You gotta hold think on. about it in so people can read the shirt. You know what I'm saying? Let me see. Yeah, he has a lot. I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I'm going. I'm actually going through his albums right now, and it's too, it's too many to even like to count. But I'm telling you right now, you, you right. Fifty. We're not. But see, the thing about verses, the thing about the versus battle, which I have recognized over time, it's not about who has the best, the best album of the two, right? Who has the, who like if you're debating who has the better album, if you're using one of one against each other, that's not how verses works. It's the way it works is. Who has a more sustained presence of hit songs over time? I feel like if we're playing 20 to 30 songs of T.I. and 50 Cent, T.I. is going to surprise a lot of people. He'll he's going to surprise. surprise a lot of people. He'll surprise, but. And, but I'm not, saying he's, I'm not saying he's going to surprise them from the sense that he's not capable. I'm saying I don't think people recognize how many hits T.I. actually has. You put, him in a versus, you put him in a versus battle and it's gonna, he's gonna, it's actually gonna prove otherwise. Yeah, but T.I. has a bunch, but, but the thing is, if you put 50 Cent against a bunch of people, he would win. Like 50 Cent is, he, 50 Cent was known for making hits. People, I mean, 50 Cent in a 10 year span, right? Or 20 year span, T.I. has been more successful. T.I. has been more, useful as a rapper but yeah. 50 cent in his little five-year shot if you if you come on magic stick like you're talking magic stick you're talking um what else uh these joints hit harder they just hit harder man fam they fam. just hit harder they just come on man like they you, just you, hit so, harder so 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 hit harder is one thing uh bring them out bring them out didn't slap Bring them out, then go hard. Uh, Bring them out, compare. Okay, come on, man. Which was a Jay Z, which was a Jay Z sample, of course. 
uh, bring them out. Okay. Uh, uh, what else? Money. What else? Yeah, sure. I get money is dope. Um, what else? What else? I, I mentioned you don't know me before. Why you wanna? Why you want us? But those, see, those are like the more commercial joints, which Fifty Cent had a lot of those as well. Um, okay. I don't really want to turn this shit into an actual discussion as far as song to song. However, I personally do want to know what the hell y'all think. Matter of fact, you should put a poll up on Radio Game. I will put uh, a poll up. At, le- at least on Twitter, because if we ever get the battle, which I doubt, um, I think 50, I'm sorry, I think T.I. is gonna is actually going to win that joint. I, I really believe that. Okay. I really believe that. So I think, I think 50 Cent, it was a surprise. I, I guess. Yeah. So, so, so I guess people are insinuating that T.I. is the underdog in this battle. That's what people are um, insinuating. I'm not actually sure. I've, I've, I've actually seen a, a more 50-50 split, honestly. I, I've, seen, I've seen people go both ways. Like, <clears throat> I haven't seen overwhelmingly any way, any one way. So I'm very curious to see what y'all think about this. And honestly, like I said, if we do get it, great. If we don't, oh well. <laughs> what like, you mean, I'm oh not, well? I'm not losing sleep. This is the battle of the century right here. To be honest with you, I actually don't even see it happening for a couple of reasons. Number one, 50, it doesn't even seem like the type that would even want to do something like that. The only person who he's even mentioned he would like to battle is Snoop Dogg. That's what he said. He's like, yo, I want Snoop Dogg. So to me, if 50 Cent thinks he wants Snoop Dogg, what does that, what do I think he thinks of T.I.? He probably thinks T.I. is not even on his level, right? I don't so, think he thinks that. I don't think he... I don't think he believes T.I. is on his level, yeah. Which is why I don't believe we'll get it, because somebody with the type of mentality like 50 Cent apparently has, I don't even think he'll entertain that shit. However, if we're not talking about what 50 Cent thinks, and we're just saying, yo, y'all two go up against each other, I'm telling you right now, T.I. would win. I'm telling you. He would win. He would win. And and more than anything, that shit would be entertaining as hell, because they already entertaining the hell out of me right now on social media. Uh, with their back and forth. That shit is funny as hell. All the it memes, like funny. you were talking about earlier, all the memes, T.I. because you got two people that got quick tempers. Exactly, man. You're, you're exactly get, right. This joint can get ugly like Esther. You're exactly right. So, uh, yeah, man, we'll see, we'll see what y'all think. But let's move on, because we definitely want to get into this show. But let's let's jump into the Deshaun the Jackson and Steven Jackson situation, man. Honestly, I don't have a whole lot to say about this. Um, so would you like to kick this off? <laughs> Absolutely not. Would you? <laughs> no, I, mean, I mean, you know, it, it I don't is what really, it is. I just Stephen Jackson, yeah. Stephen Jackson, which, you know, obviously, um, major NBA player, NBA champion. Uh, he calls himself George Floyd's twin. Um, mm. he's been doing a lot for like the black community after this George Floyd situation happened um and he's been doing a lot right to be more specific this one uh not the best uh not the best episode in his book um i just think personally i just think that anytime it's a hitler reference like I, I just think there's so much nonsense, right, on the internet. There's so much nonsense that people read about and they try to share, and you don't really know. Like, you don't 
take the time to actually like do like get reputable sources like for for, for Steven Jackson to say oh yeah Deshaun Jackson is right I, I, I and then he tried to backtrack by saying oh I was just agreeing that he doesn't get treated like uh Riley Cooper I'm like what are you talking about you just said he was right about what he was saying and you are co-signing Deshaun Jackson like I'm a sport fan like you are Deshaun Jackson has been making boneheaded decisions on the football field for years. Like he's been making some interesting comments outside of the football field. Deshaun Jackson is kind of like the Nick Young of NFL. Like, or Nick Young, not even Nick Young. I wouldn't even say Nick Young. Deshaun Jackson's like the J.R. Smith of the NFL, I would say. And so I'm not as mad at Deshaun Jackson because I'm like, this dude has been making boneheaded decisions all day. I, I look at him as, a, as somebody that's just kind of like, is just kind of like, you know, a, a funny, a funny character. But for Steven Jackson, this one just hurts a little more for the Steven Jackson side for me. Because I, I think Steven Jackson is better than that. He, he should know better. And then there's this whole thing about like, people just being too bold to say, I'm sorry, I made a mistake. That's all. That's all you got to do. Just say, hey, like, I, I should not have you know, brought up that sensitive topic. I, I made a mistake. I, I believe what I believe in and keep it moving. But he kept trying to like defend himself. And I think it just made him look worse. Very true, man. Yeah, uh, I don't really, yeah, I don't really have a whole lot to say, man. Especially because it's not a whole lot of positive shit. And I don't, I don't even want to go in on Steven Jacks. Like, the only thing I'm the only thing I'll say is I'm disappointed in Steven Jackson. I'm disappointed in him because for him to align himself so closely, maybe not even through his own fault, but uh, like you said, George Floyd was his act. I mean, that was his man's. They considered yeah, each other yeah. brothers. It was cool. So was yeah, cool. so like for him to find himself in this situation is a little disappointing because what what everyone's forgetting is that just because people are not rioting anymore, just because people are not the news is not is not covering the protests that are actually still going on. Uh, just because time has passed since all of the outcry happened about, yo, lock the police up. If you really think about it, it's only been like a month mm -hmm. and maybe a week. So I would say five weeks since all of the whole uproar about surrounding George Floyd uh, and, and so forth happened. So for him, to even find himself in, in, in things that have nothing to do with the movement that he has now been associated with through his, his man, George Floyd, is unfortunate. Like, he, like you said, Deshaun Jackson is a, that is a perfect case of why fake news is a real thing, why you should triple quadruple check your sources before you even make something so controversial even play with the hitler name like you shouldn't even play with it that's not something to play with in my opinion you're gonna see a lot of people getting getting very very upset when you start throwing around hitler and i think he knew that he hasn't deshaun jackson knew that which is why he put out the quote because it supported whatever he was trying to say so he knew it was going to spark interest and, and and controversy and boy did he get that because I don't even know if he was ready for all of this shit. I think his team I mean, suspended him. His team suspended yeah. him, right? Um, yeah. I think he's being reprimanded. And mm -hmm. 
I'm not sure if I fully agree with what, him being reprimanded. I'm not sure if I do. I, I, personally, I, I don't. I'm not sure if I want to go because I think he's being made an example of. And while this is a perfect case of athletes not being able to voice their opinions without being reprimanded by their teams, right? I still don't think he should have said that statement. Um, so with that being said, well, here's the thing. Let me say. Th this. Listen, man, Deshaun, Deshaun Jackson is he was being himself in this situation, and I, like I said, I'm I'm disappointed in Stephen Jackson above anything else. <laughs> You have to remember this. He got suspended, right? That's the reprimanded that you're talking about. He got suspended because uh, detrimental to the team is what they called it. That is absolutely detrimental to your team. That to, for, for you, if you have a Jewish player, if you have people that are just offended by something that's so blatantly, like you said, you don't even want to be close to what Hitler believed. That is detrimental to your team. Like, and then that we're talking about stuff that nobody now you have Philadelphia players that have to answer. Oh, did you co-sign with him? You never said anything. That is detrimental to the league and to the team. What he did, in my Fair. opinion. I mean, but I, I feel I feel the same way about Riley Cooper. I think that's detrimental. You should be suspended for that. Um, but he was not. But he was not so suspended. If I'm if I recall, he wasn't. Correctly. And they were wrong. They were wrong for that. The man, actually, as a matter of fact, he was not suspended, and he only got like sensitivity training. He had to like go to some type of training class, mm -hmm. which not enough. Was, which is not enough. I want to say. Um, I want to say one more thing before we before we move on, though. Um, I think, I think Deshaun Jackson. It's not so much about what he said that I have a problem with, because to be honest with you. I don't agree with him even putting out that statement. However, I do, I do understand someone feeling the, the, the need to voice their opinion. However, where, where you lose me personally, and also you lose a lot of people, is when you're not able to articulate mm -hmm. your actual position. I don't think mm -hmm. he actually explained why he put that out, what he was actually truly trying to say. And to be honest with you, that's the most important piece of this, that if you're making something so controversial, you need to be able to articulate what it is you're saying. I don't think he did that. And I think that's the other part of the problem. You know, and, and here's the thing. I, I, let me say this final comment that I think is important. I think it's going to be very controversial. People are going to hate me for it. Um, this woke culture that we got, not everybody should be trying to chase being woke. Like, <laughs> some people are going to try so hard to prove that they're woke that they're going to take stupid sources say stupid things to prove that they're woke nah brother like like Deshaun Jackson is not who I go to for <laughs> he, I don't think Deshaun Jackson is going to lead a movement like you, you not everybody needs to be woke in this situation not everybody there's a reason why like we put certain people like Martin Luther King at a pedestal because Martin Luther King knew how to articulate, like you said. Uh, Malcolm X knew how to articulate. We got people like uh, Al Sharpton. He may be controversial, but he knows how to articulate. And, and countless other people, um, even uh, my man's from New Orleans Saints. Yeah, uh, like, even, he knows how even, to articulate. I'm gonna throw, throw some more people out who actually should be talking. Uh, Killer Mike knows how Killer to articulate Mike himself. knows how to articulate. Amazing, right? T.I. knows right? how to articulate. T.I. knows how to articulate. Like these people, and, and I'm not saying that just because they're rappers. I'm saying T Killer Mike is actually a beast, bro. He's a beast. The man, the man knows his shit and he knows how to articulate himself. 
extremely well to the point where there is no confusion. There should be no confusion as to what he is trying to say. Whether you disagree or agree is one thing, but we should not be having a conversation of what was he trying to say? I feel like that is what is happening right now in Deshaun Jackson. I don't even and know what he was trying to say. And that's why I, really I dismissed, don't. that's why I didn't even have a feeling towards Deshaun Jackson because I was like, Deshaun Jackson, I don't think I've ever heard this guy say something productive. I mean, I'm just, just me personally. Because I remember <laughs> we, he played for Redskins, this the stupid Redskins name that we, we, yeah. we should talk about, but we not. But um, yeah, he played for them. Too. We had him around here for a while. Remember he, he was on the Eagles? And he he threw the ball before he got to the touchdown. Remember that he just threw it. He was, he, he had a wide open touchdown. He yeah. go backwards. So I wasn't mad at him, but Stephen Jackson has been great at articulating how he feels. Stephen Jackson has been amazing with his whole movement. I was disappointed on at him because he didn't articulate how he felt either. He just kind of right. like sidestepped it, you know. So so, so you know so, so, to wrap this to wrap this convo up and to your earlier point. Um, some people are so woke, they just need to go to sleep, bro. Some, like, like, everybody does not need to be awake. Just go to sleep and let the other people who are awake handle the actual issues and the, the messages that Black people are actually trying to get out there. Um, I mean, I've heard so many yeah. stupid woke. I've heard so many stupid wokes. In this, I, I've heard great woke comments. I've heard great woke statements. I've heard some stupid ones. Come on, guys. Let's, Really, 5G is, is causing coronavirus? Be woke! 5G is causing <laughs> coronavirus. Okay. I've been, I've been seeing that a lot. I've been seeing that oh, a lot. Okay. I've been seeing that a lot. Kerry Hilson said that. And, 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 but, but, the, but, but the thing is, and, and I don't even want to get into any of this shit. However, what I will say is people just need to do, do your due diligence. Before you take any position, I don't give a fuck what the position is. You can think whatever you want and say whatever you want. However, be able to justify why you're saying what you're saying. If you want to say 5G is causing coronavirus, cool. I support your right to say that. But when you explain to me that coronavirus is being caused by 5G, I need you to provide some science. I need you to provide some data that, that even suggests what you're talking about. Not just, oh yeah, uh, hey man, you got to stay away from those 5G towers. You see that tower right there? Yeah, don't go under that or you're going to be more susceptible to corona. I, I don't want to hear nonsense. I'm confused. Like that. I'm just I want to hear confused that. Confused by that. So, but, like I said, right. man, they need to go to sleep. Let's move on, though. Uh, your boy Pat Last Mahomes. Topic. Yes. Boy Pat Pat Mahomes, bro. Pat Mahomes Money has, Man Pat. Money Man Pat has now become the most compensated. <laughs> most. What, what? What? I mean, what? He's the highest wealthiest, paid. highest paid. Could throw a whole bunch of shit out there. The man got a new swimming in money. Scrooge McDuck got a ten-year deal. McDuck? Yes. Remember the beginning of Ducktales when he, he 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 jumped into a pool of coins? That's Patrick Mahomes right now. <laughs> swimming uh, in coins. Ten-year deal, four hundred million dollar deal. I've been hearing a whole lot of talk about that deal uh, in the media from a whole lot of athletes. Reggie Bush has, ha has actually been the one that I've been listening to the most. He's been making a lot of sense. He's been saying a whole lot of stu stuff like, that deal is bad for the league. Uh, the, yeah, I've heard, I've heard it all. However, he made some interesting points. The reason why he said that was, he was saying that it's not about the money that he accepted. It was about the terms of the deal. 
it was about the fact that he committed for such a long-term deal to where they were actually saying, what if he, well, sorry, not they, he, Reggie Bush was actually making the point of what if he actually outperforms that deal in, in, in five years, he's not going to be able to re-up. That actually hurts the value of the athletes who are trying to accept money and trying to sign deals in the future, because if he's the best player now, right, mm -hmm. then he's going to, is he going to get better? Uh, we're assuming he is. So what will he be worth in five years, right? The reason why LeBron James only ex only takes one one year deals with the option to reconsider after the other is because he wants market value for what he is worth. And when you accept a long term deal, you kind of forfeit your rights. So that was the argument he was making. With it, with all that being said, that's still an amazing amount of money. I mean, that is record setting. I've never seen anything like it. Neither has anybody else. Well, congrats to Pat Mahomes. They're going to win the next two he, championships. He definitely deserves it. At this pace, Patrick Mahomes is the best football player I've ever seen in my life. He's, he's, he is the best football player. I think he, when it's all said and done, if he keeps going on at this pace, he will be second to Michael Jordan, if not exceed Michael Jordan in terms of how great he was at his sport. Think about all the records he broke. He's only in his third year. And yeah, his, his first year, he didn't play. Remember, his first year, he didn't mm -hmm, play. Mm -hmm. Second year, they made it to the AFC Championship. And he yep. won MVP. Third year, he won the Super Bowl. I, I literally don't see, I don't see why they would not be favored to win the next five, six Super Bowl. I don't, I don't see why. You can't give me a reason why they, they would not, other than injury, other than boredom. I, I don't know. They should yeah, be favored for the next five. They should five. be favored. They should be favored, absolutely. And I, I believe they will win next year. And who knows if they're going to, but they should be favored. They, is the they should be the favored. Point. They should for be the favored 100%. But I wanted to say this. Uh, remember, remember when we, when the deal broke? I told you it was a bad deal. Remember? I, and you were like, "Wow, he got four hundred million. I was like, "Yo, that's a bad deal." And the mm -hmm. reason I said it was a bad deal is because number one, like NFL's trajectory is going up. NFL is getting more popular. They can make it more money. So what this forty, what is it, forty million a year? What that means now is absolutely not going to mean that in five years. It's, that the average, average quarterback is going to make sixty million. And, and that and, and that was the point that I was bringing up that Reggie Bush was saying it's not about the actual amount of and I'm quoting him because he's the only person I've, I've heard not saying he was the only sorry he was the one that I heard make that point I'm sure others are making that point as well but it's not about the amount of money he accepted it's about the terms of the deal yeah sometimes it's not always smart to sign a long-term deal it's just not it's not smart for both parties in my opinion yeah. it's not smart for both parties. I mean, Chiefs is not that bad for the Chiefs, but um, at the same time, like NFL is a contact, a serious contact sport where you can get injured. Mahomes, God forbid, I don't wish it, but hey. you know, you can have year ending injuries and this guy is locked for 10. Remember I told you the story, exactly. Darren Williams just got off the Nets book. Matter of fact, fun fact, Patrick Mahomes is the highest paid player in any sport right now. Mm -hmm. Do you know who was in that top five? To my point, you know who was on my top? John Wall. John Wall is one of the top five most paid athletes. John right Wall, one hundred percent. That was a bad deal, and um, that is I think an awful. The, deal. I think I think and at I the time, I think at the time, we knew it was a bad deal, but he was healthy. But it it becomes so much clearer when the person is not healthy you start things start coming in, into perspective so 
I don't wish injury on, on Pat Mahomes at all. I'm not even sure if he has a history. Yeah, God God forbid. forbid. I'm not even sure if he has an injury history, but I hope he actually lives out that contract where it's beneficial to him. I just want to say one last thing. Uh, Like I mentioned earlier, LeBron James is one of the actual trailblazers of that whole one-year deal in the NBA, I'll say, right, of superstars, right? And I ain't talking about average players. I'm talking about superstar players taking a one-year deal with a a one-year option. What's up? That's... Sorry, I need to cut you off real quick. That's right. stupid. A one-year deal in the NFL is stupid to do because what I just said, injury risk. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so no, no, you, no, you'll no. Be like, you'll end up like Isaiah Thomas. Remember Isaiah Thomas? He right. did like one, two-year deal with Celtics, and then he got severely injured, and now he's accepting the minimum. In the so, NFL, yeah. you want to lock in as long as you can because especially guaranteed money. Right, and so... I guess, I guess, no, nah, that's a good point. I wasn't, I wasn't really comparing the two sports. You're right. It's a different, it's a different mentality when it comes to signing contracts in, in, in the two points. Uh, sorry, in the two sports, apparently. I was just making a point of saying that uh, I think I like, like, for example, in the NBA, it makes 100% sense for superstars to sign that one-year deal uh, because the market value is, is going up so much. And I wanted to just make a, a personal point that uh, I'm so far with that strategy that I actually implement that in my personal life, okay? I operate like a superstar, all right? When I go and I say, I want a new, I want new internet service provider, all right? Should I go with Verizon or should I go with uh, uh, Cox Cable? Should I go with Xfinity or should I go with the mom and pop joint down the street? You know, the first question I have for them is, what are the terms of the deal? Do I, do I sign a two-year joint, a two-year deal, two, three-year deal where you lock me in? Or can I just go month to month? You know what I always choose? Month to month. Because I would rather be able to pick up my shit and go whenever the fuck I want with no commitments because I'm a superstar, bro. I need my internet. I'm a superstar. One year. You're a superstar or you're paranoid? (laughs) I'm a superstar. I know my value. I know my value. I know my worth. Are you a superstar or are you somebody that's scared of commitment? It's a thin line, my brother. <laughs> hey, being scared of commitment is the reason why LeBron James uh, does that. Because you actually do yourself a disservice if you actually get better and the market increases. I say all that to say, I'm with better LeBron James. Yourself. I'm better with LeBron yourself. James. But, I mean, but congrats easy. to Pat Mahomes. It's easy to compare LeBron James <laughs> to Pat Mahomes. But you think that, you think that uh, Speedy Claxton's gonna take one year deals? Bro, bro, if I was if I was a bench player, I'm opting for the highest amount of terms they possibly have. Like I exactly. It, I would oh you give me a one-year deal. Can I can I sign for life? Can I just like when I'm done with the team, can I just become the mop, the sorry, the janitor? Exactly. I'll take the same salary, just keep me on the salary, keep me on the payroll. That's all I ask. Can I like can I literally like give you my soul? All right, for like ever. You took you took it too far. You took it too far. They can't get my soul. <laughs> they can't get my soul, man. Knock it off. They can't get my soul. Uh, shall we jump into some some new music? Yes, we shall. I forgot what, what this show was about with these know, fire man. topics we got. Let's jump right into that, man. Watch the throne. So, with the first album on the Watch the Throne segment, we got none other than Pop Smoke with this new album, 
shoot for the stars, aim for the moon. We're not going to spend any time to review that album right here because we already did the review for it, which I can check on our YouTube channel. Um, as a matter of fact, we'll, we'll put the link in the description uh, of this episode. So yeah, I mean, we want to know what you guys think about the album. We've been seeing a lot of positive reception. Um, I think the album went number one on the on the hot the Billboard two. Uh, sorry, was it Billboard two two hundred charts or something? Two hundred like Billboard two. Yeah, Billboard Billboard 200. two. So people are obviously streaming and uh, consuming the music, which is dope, man. I I it's sad that uh, Pop Smoke didn't really get a chance to see his, you know this level of engagement that his music is really touching people with, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. For, forever they, woo. Forever woo. They said that, uh, is it pronounced posthumous? I've, I've never knew how to say this word. Po I've never. Posthumous. 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 They said that this is the highest selling posthumous album since Michael Jackson dropped his album. You know what's album. you know what's crazy? What's crazy mm -hmm. is the next for album first week. For, for first week, by the way. Sorry for the first week. And what, what did he do first week? I don't remember. What was the number? Do you remember? He did about two fifty, two fifty k. I thought it would actually be higher than that, but um. So so it's funny you say that, right? And I haven't heard the news or anything reported on this, but um, the next album we want to talk about is Juice World, with his new album called Legends Never Die. And speaking of posthumous albums, is you know it's sad that we have to continue to review artists that were so good and meant so much to the culture. Um, and we're so young. We're and we're so, so young. young. Pops uh, but he also won yet. Exactly. And, and, and Juice World was not, Juice World had just turned 21, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he dropped his new album. Well, sorry, the label dropped the new album for him uh, called Legends Never Die. And it's funny you talked about the highest ranking posthumous album since Michael Jackson or something like that, because I just saw a, a tweet right now that said Juice World is projected to, to, to do 440K in the first week. Wow, wow, wow. So, so if, 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 if Pop Smoke broke the record, Juice World just shattered it. We'll, we'll put it like that. You know what I'm saying? So, respect it. Um, it really is. I'll piggyback off that. Um, I've said I've said it before. I, I'll say it again, and I'm going to say it all the time. Juice World is easily one of the most talented musicians I've ever heard. Most talented. Um, when he does rock, he sounds legit. He sounds like a legit rock star. You know, when he raps, you know, you you know from his freestyles, he's the real deal when it comes to rapping. Um, him merging the two worlds together, great. He's outstanding at melodies. Um, and as disturbing as his content is, uh, it's still engaging to listen to. Believe it or not, as I would say, Goodbye and Good Riddance is probably still his best work to date. Probably. Um, and I think some of it, the reason I feel that way is because I was kind of new to the guy. I didn't really know him. So like he surprised me to a certain extent. I think this is next, his, his, his next best work. Legends Never Die to me is, is, is literally embodies like 
the potential that he has. And I think he just was in a surprisingly, interestingly, was in such a groove on that album. Whoever put the album together did such a fantastic job because it almost sounded like those were finished songs. I, I would not be surprised if they said majority of those songs were already finished. The only one that sounds like they may have added him was the one with Trippy Red, Tell Me You Love Me. That sounds a little choppy, but all the other ones sound so finished. And then um, on top of that, I, I just feel like the melodies he, he puts on the album, fantastic. The beats are so emo trap emotional, rock emotional, like, just everything of the, the album just flowed really well. I do wish he rapped more. I will say that. I do wish that he had more harder tracks. Um, but uh, I, I love the album, man. I, I, well, let me not say I love it. I say I think it's a very, very good album and um, very impactful. And I think this album's interludes and intros are fantastic. The outro was fantastic. The outro, the interlude, the, the, intro everything was fantastic I, I think it was just really well put together yeah um I, I would agree with that man what what kind of grade would you give this though overall I would give it closer to a B I mean every day is is rising in, in terms of like how I feel about it I'm liking it more and more and more I listen to it but it's, I would say it's like a B okay I think it's a little too long also I think it's you know, here and there, it's, it's, it's not necessarily like multifaceted, but it's to me a, a, a very powerful body of work. Yeah, I can, uh, I can get jiggy with that. Um, I think, I think that, um, I think Juice World was, you know, and, and, and speaking of those interludes that you were mentioning, which were phenomenal on the album, um, there was one in particular, I cannot remember the, the name, but it was, it was a, a bunch of clips of people basically speaking highly of Juice World. Um, and, and, and I thought uh, G Herbo said something very poignant, which I remember when he said it, because he was actually on The Breakfast Club. He had an interview and he was talking about Juice World, especially after he, he passed. Um, and he mentioned that Juice World was like the biggie of his generation. Um, you know, those were words that G Herbo said and while I'm sure, you know, people compare, you compare anybody to Biggie, there's going to be a whole lot of people who are just off the rip going to disagree. However, I do think I understand exactly where G Herbo was coming with those sentiments, because I do actually agree with him. I think, I think Juice World was only at the, at the, at the beginning of his career. Oh, I'm talking about the same way in which Biggie technically only dropped two albums. People forget that. People forget Biggie dropped two albums, two, and he was able to have such a long lasting effect on the genre for, for this long, even still to this day, that people revere him in, in, in so many different ways. I, I truly believe Juice WRLD is gonna have a long lasting effect on hip hop, especially the newer generation, for a very long time because of all the things he brought to the table musically. I mean, to, to see someone who, with a, with such a broad ability to create melodies. I think, I think that um, I think I think that's the core difference between this generation of hip hop and the previous one, right? It's it's all melody driven. 
You know, there's a reason why they say hip hop, hip hop uh, artists are singers now, right? And the singers want to rap now. Like there's such a, there's such a, a fine line between rappers and singers now because everybody's creating melodies all over the place. I think Juice World did that shit so effortlessly. So with his approach to making music, I don't think we're ever gonna forget what he was able to do. So I just wanted to point that out there just to start out, but jumping into the actual album, um, Legends Never Die. What a title of an album. Um, ironic, he, he made a song called Legends Never Die when Tentacion died, paying homage to him. And it was funny, not funny, ironic, I should say that um, in that song, he stated a whole bunch of things that were very cryptic, which, I mean, if you listen to any Juice World song, you're probably gonna get weirded out. If you're not familiar with his content, you're probably gonna get weirded out pretty quickly. He says a lot of things very consistently that are pushing the boundaries of politically correct. Like, wait, should somebody be saying this? Like, wait, 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 is he really in trouble? Like, like wait, 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 does he really mean that? You ask, there's a lot of questions that you can really ask when you listen to a Juice WRLD project, but going back, like I said, he paid homage to Tentacion in that song, and he basically said, yo, we're not living past 21. He said that. Juice WRLD said, he said, fuck a, fuck a 25-year-old club. We're not, we not even making it past 21. I mean, to, to say foreshadowing, to say that was just so unfortunate of the, the situation, him losing his life, man. It's, it's sad to see a dude who, who had just, I believe he had turned 21. Sorry, he passed seven days after, if, if I'm not mistaken. He passed seven days after he turned 21. Man, Legends Never Die is a fitting title to this album. I thought the album as a whole was very good, very well put together. Um, you talked about it. I wouldn't be surprised if he actually has about 10 albums finished in the cut. Uh, there, there were there were mentions in the on those interludes that I was talking about earlier where the producers that have worked with him, sorry, label mates, artists, they were speaking very highly of him. They said the way Homeboy even made music was was legendary. They said he would make three songs to the same beat and tell the producer to pick which hit you want. Like you either just pick. I don't even, he's like, he just kind of goes in there and he just he just goes off the top and just makes a hit song off the rip. That is one of the most impressive things I've ever heard. Um, and again, that cannot, be, that cannot be understated. I'm telling you right now, it's those type of qualities that made Juice World the legend that I believe he is. And uh, for somebody to touch the game, to touch the people in such a short amount of time is, is super impressive, man. So I, I would give this album a B. I don't even want to get into the songs uh, you know, uh, song by song, because the more and more I hear posthumous albums, the more and more I don't even feel like rating them. Because it's like, it's like, well, yeah, I can give it a grade, but at the end of the day, <laughs> we're just here for, we're just here celebrating the person, dog. We just here, we just here to consume this new music from the person that's no longer here. Fuck it. You know, Juice World, I'm sure they go, he has a whole bunch of albums that's gonna come out in over time. So I'm all for it. I love Juice World's music. Um, and, 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 I'm, and I'm excited to hear, I'm excited to continue to listen to this album. Cause I heard it about two to three times and every single time I heard it, it was, it just hit every time, you every know, single time. 
there. Um, I want to say something that bothers me. Yeah. Um, you brought it up earlier a little bit, but you know how another way you can compare his work to Biggie? Um, both of them had infatuations with dying. Like Correct. both of them talked about their death quite a bit. Like it's Correct. disturbing. And for a lot of the people that, uh, a lot of the major hip hop artists, think about all the people that have passed away prematurely in the last couple of years. Existentialism, in fact, we talking about death. Uh, Mac Miller, Mac Miller, an infatuation with talking about how he's spiraling downwards and like just kind of like foreshadowing his downfall. Nipsey Hussle, his last single, he's talking about if I would have died at 33. Um, uh, you can go down the line. What is this? Like, what is, what, what type of craziness is this? I get it. I get it. Like you want to be as real and as as much of an open book that you could be, mm -hmm. but it's like it's it's crazy. It's disturbing. It's it's really disturbing how much these people that are dying they're kind of like infatuated with the, their their own downfall, you know. And so it, it makes the music a lot more riveting. I get it, but it, it's it's it, it makes me more and more think that death is on your tongue, like. A lot of facts, times. Facts. You know what I'm and, saying? And, and, to, and, to your, and to your point, I've always had a problem with that as well. Let's just take Juice World, for example, right? First album, which you said it. I, I like that album still, man. And I, I would say that's probably my favorite still. Maybe this Legends Never Die will overtake it. Who knows? But I, I do have a special place in my heart for, for goodbye and good riddance. Just look at what that's saying. Goodbye and good riddance. Now, you could argue we're looking too deeply into this, right? Okay, you know. What does he really mean by that? You know, but <laughs> goodbye and good riddance. Now you can say, okay, that's not that bad. Let's look at the second one. Death race for love. Why is, why is he talking about death? The whole, it's all of his content is about death. Majority of it, I should say. And then of course, this one, Legends Never Die. He's obviously passed. It's a problem. It's a problem. It's a problem, man. I'm a true believer in the concept of your thoughts become things. You know, whatever you consistently think about, whatever you consistently think about is actually going to happen. I, I, I firmly believe that. I can attest that for my own self. The things that I've been able to do in my own life that I've positively conceived in my brain, I've been able to make happen. The things that I don't want to happen that I somehow can't seem to get out of my head, they seem, I seem to gravitate towards that unintentionally. I think if everybody had more of a positive, and I'm not here to preach because that's not what this is. It's just more so, like you said, we're noticing this pattern and it's like, we need to get out of that because it's not okay to continue to think about death and continue to talk about it so, so casually. That's not something that we should be talking about on a consistent basis like this. It's just not cool. It's not cool. Yeah, it's, 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 it's disturbing. It's very yeah. disturbing. So. All right, good good project, but yeah, let's 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 keep it moving. All right, let's let's talk about the next project, which is my girl, Summer Walker. She dropped an EP called Life on Earth. It's five tracks. What do you think about it? Yes, sir, man. Summer Walker. 
Should yeah, I say on, the haven't you? Sh- Wait, when when was I ever not there? What are you talking about? <laughs> what what are you talking about? I don't understand. I'm not talking about musically. <laughs> oh. Hmm. You know, Summer Walker been looking better lately. I, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the fact that she's not performing uh and stressing herself out. Maybe it's the fact that uh she's been she's been stress-free over this uh this coronavirus time. I don't know what it is, but I damn skippy she she's looking good <laughs> that is a fact um uh but the music Focus. though man yeah yes. i'm trying to let me regain my thoughts here Hold on. <laughs> so life on earth ep um five songs man what i don't even really have a whole lot to say about this what i do want to point out is we should hundred percent be having a conversation about her being the queen of R&B at this point potentially of course there's a few people you can throw into this this mix of uh, of a bag of, of 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 that type of crown but I think it's clear that Summer Walker has separated herself she she has separated herself as that R&B queen that needs to be respected like in a real way. Before, I think people, I think she took a lot of people by surprise with her last album, including myself. So I'll speak for myself. However, I was looking at the reaction that her album got. And I do believe she took a lot of people by surprise. I don't think people expected the quality of music that she was able to deliver on that last project called um, damn, what the hell is it called? Over it. Over it. Over it, right? Mm-hmm. There you go. So with with this new one, Life on Earth, she kind of just reminded us of, of what she's able to do, man. Um, my favorite songs, again, there's only five, but my favorite songs are SWV and I like White Tea. I, I, like, I like both of those a lot. Um, and, and it's interesting because she, she chose to drop five songs, three of them were features. Two of the songs had the same guy on it named Number One Noah. Never heard of that person before. I did a little bit of digging. I still don't really know who the person is, but um, it's not really a whole lot to say, man. It's just Summer Walker being Summer Walker. Like it's good music. It's really good music. I, you know what I'm saying? So I think she's gearing up for an album. I haven't really heard a name drop about uh, an actual potential album title or anything like that. But um, I'm just like I'm always here for Summer Walker music. Always, always. This this EP I would give about a B. This is about a B. Okay, I mean that's fair. I mean, to me, like, kind of what you said is it's just good R&B music. Like, there's not much to say about it. It's good R&B music with, you know, content that is your stereotypical R&B content. You know, love, heartbreak, and a, a splash of craziness. Um, I will say this. How about the female R&B genre right now? I actually don't like using the word female. How about the woman R&B genre right now? Like, how fantastic has it been? You got Janae, you got Snow Allegra, you got Summer Walker, you got SZA, and then you got up-and-comers like Queen Naja, I think is pretty solid. Uh, Janae, did I say Janae? Yep, I'll say it twice because Janae's that good. We'll just say it twice. We got Kalani, 
Tiana Taylor can do some damage. There, that might be the most impressive genre in music right now. And I do agree slightly. So, so Summer Walker is good. Summer Walker is very good. But let's not sleep on SZA. SZA dropped one album and just kind of went away. So like for the last maybe like two years, people are kind of like forgetting how good she was and how good that album was. But SZA was quirky. SZA had a very unique voice. But where I think Summer Walker separates herself from everybody else is that her music is so engaging. Her music is like, almost like talking to a friend that is going through one of the worst relationships you've ever seen in your life. She's putting on her music and it's just coming out fantastically. But, you know, right now, I, if we want to do a versus battle, Summer Walker versus SZA, I don't know who's going to come out the winner on that because I think they're both two fantastic R&B acts and they're two unique R&B acts. Um, but yeah. as far as this album, like I said, it's this fantastic R&B music. I think Summer Walker just knows how to tap into your 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 uh, into your mind. Like she she's, which is is kind of surprising because I I've known Summer Walker in inter, in interviews. I've heard her say like she writes her music. She goes into like a deep place to write her music. So I was kind of surprised they said that Party Next Door. And I saw her and Party Next Door. Party Next Door actually wrote that. I was I was surprised to hear that, but. Um, Summer Walker is fantastic. This is a great appetizer. I'm very curious to see what she she's going to bring out next. Great. V, you know, nothing crazy came out of this album. Nothing bad also came out of this album. So I, I give it a B. Yeah, no, that's on point. So we agree with that. Um, and I will say this. I'm glad you mentioned SZA because people do forget about her. It, it, SZA reminds me of Kevin Durant uh, from the standpoint of everybody always wants to talk about who's present, you know, while they're playing. But when Kevin Durant was hurt, you know, everybody, they just forget him. They don't even mention his name at all. It's like, it's like as if he left the face of this earth, as if we forgot the dominance that he actually brings to the table while he's playing, right? And so... I, SZA is actually my favorite out of the two, to be honest with you, 100%. I, I love SZA's music. And yeah, you're right, she dropped one album. But I was actually rocking with SZA before she dropped that album. I, I liked all of the EPs that she dropped. She's, she's kind of my favorite um, out of the two. If, if, if anybody asks me, that's basically what I would say, to be honest with you. So, but I love them both, man. I, I'm not here to compare the two as if, as if it's a competition, because there's a space for both of them. So yeah. Yeah. let's move on, man. Uh, the next album is West Side Gun, Fly God is an Awesome God 2. Uh, I did not hear this album. I will be completely open with you guys, but I know Q, you heard it. So I wanna, I'm curious to know your thoughts. So first let me start off by saying this, cause we don't really get a chance to talk about uh, Griselda, that, that crew, which is Benny the Butcher, West Side Gun, Conway the Machine. They right now are probably one of the hottest rap tandems that like we are not talking about enough. Like to me, they got bars for days. 
Well, so, okay, let me, let me rewind it just to give you guys like a quick little lesson on them real quick. Uh, Benny the Butcher is the dude that's like, has bars, punchlines, crazy punchlines. He's gritty, but like he's animated, competitive. I would probably compare him to like a Royce to five nine type guy. Conway the Machine is just plain old gutter. Like the dude sounds like he he doesn't even rap for fun. Like he he's he's rapping because he 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 has a lot of downtime uh, as a drug dealer. <laughs> That's what he sounds like to me. And then you have West Side Gun. West Side Gun is all animation. West Side Gun sounds like a Looney Tunes character. Like West Side Gun is so explosive throughout his albums. You're gonna hear boom 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 boom. You're gonna hear, uh, you know, him just talk kind of like wacky. He's not gonna hit you with the best punchline. He's not gonna hit you with the best flows. He's just kind of like this animated, like little homie, like young sounding goon gangster ass dude. What makes it so interesting, what makes this album so interesting and this album in particular, which has a very interesting title, by the way. Remember, we, we, we've been killing the titles these last couple of weeks. There's some good ass titles this 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 one these last two weeks, like Legends Never Die is a good ass title. Uh, Summer Walker, what, what the life? What is it called? The the life life on Earth. Life on okay, that's kind of weird. Uh, it's, it, it, it fits God her. It, it fits an her. Awesome God. Yeah. Fly God is an awesome God too. Um, but pretty, what what makes this EP interesting is you get this crazy raps from West Side Gun over beats that are so damn gentle, smooth. Beats that I can hear Betty White enjoying. It's, it's very interesting. It's very, very interesting. So that's all I'll say. It's a, it's a pretty decent album. I think it's a really good introduction. If you, if you want to know more about these guys, it's a really good introduction to who they are. And you know, the raps are pretty damn good. It, it reminds me of an old school 90s hip hop album. So that's all I'll say. Okay. Um yeah, man. I, I will I will check this out. I do have plans to check it out. Um it's very wacky. It's a very nah, I'm I'm all I'm all for I'm all for the, the, the raps, man. Um Okay. I'm a okay. I'm a fan of I'm a fan of West Side Gun though. I, I I fuck with his style. Like he just has a cool style to me. It's not even about with him, it's not even about bars. It's it's like the whole package. Like he has the I persona. Like, he's entertaining. He's entertaining. Yeah. Do you know what he reminds me of? If if Damien was a rapper, that's what he would sound. That's that's what West Side Gun sounds like. Who remember Damien? Damien from the DMX. <laughs> oh shit, Dame, Damien, come on. He sounds like hey, Damien. Hey, Damien was demented. <laughs> sounds like Damien. Go Damien go compare was, the two. Damien I'll, I'll, and West Side Gun. They sound I, very similar. That's an interesting comparison. I will check that out. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I'm I'm happy for Griselda, man, because. We we don't really we don't really and I think the the world really hasn't even shined any type of spotlight on upstate New York at Buffalo. all. Buffalo. I mean, we're talking about an area that has been that hasn't gotten any love in hip hop. So it's cool to see a new area have a have a sound. I'm all for that. And I was in Buffalo the other the other year over there by Niagara Falls. It's a very interesting city. I was at Dunkin' Donuts and everything. It's a very interesting city. I do have a question. I'm going to throw a little curveball. Since we're talking about wacky albums, I got into a Twitter debate with our good 
friend Randy. Um, he, I told him there was a there was a conversation about who has longevity or, or who who has more hits, Mac Miller or Eminem. And mm -hmm. I said Eminem, and he said Mac Miller's hits are going to be more like appreciated as time goes by. But anyway, the conversation kept going, and I told him, "Yo, like just Marshall Mathers LP alone uh, is one of the best bodies of work to ever come out." He argued and said. Yeah, Marshall Mathers LP was good, but I preferred "It's Dark as Hell and It's Hell It's Dark and Hell Is Hot" by DMX and "Hard Knock Life," two albums that came out around the same time. I actually told him I think Marshall Mathers LP was better than both of those albums. No way. No, we we went back and forth. We went back no and way. forth, and it just made me remember "It's Dark and Hell Is Hot." People forgetting DMX. Yeah, man. Like. Remember how hot Bro. that album was, right? Damien, Bro. it's I, going I say, down. I say, I say this all the time, and I should probably continue to say it. The first hip hop album I ever actually owned, like I'm talking about ever actually owned myself, played it in the CD, put it in the CD player and listened to it was DMX, Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood. That was the first true hip-hop album that i put in and was like holy shit i think i like this hip-hop thing like in a real way so dmx is my dude like and he will always be my dude and, and, and he gets dmx gets underappreciated as well and we want to have a discussion about people who need to be celebrated more it's dmx because he's definitely done some legendary shit you know we know. you know we we, we kind of laugh at dmx because he's he's a little off not a little, he's probably a lot off uh, mentally. Uh, and so maybe that has to do with the fact that he's not being celebrated as much because he doesn't really allow people to really love him. You know what I'm saying? He, he doesn't really make it easy for people. But I promise you, when it's all said and done, DMX catalog, DMX's impact will be, will be remembered in a, in a real way. In a real DMX, way. DMX, DMX and another thing that people don't know DMX is selling records. DMX was probably at one point the hottest rapper in the game at one Go. point. So, so, so let me ask you something. DMX versus TI. Man, DMX all day. All day, every day. Oh, like, really? Like, 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 like oh, you think DMX can beat TI? But you DMX think TI can, can beat 56? DMX can beat most people. DMX? DMX can beat most people. You think if, so? For real, for real? I want to see DMX and Jay-Z. No! I'm no! Saying, you know, I love you know, DMX. You know DMX is actually calling to battle Jay-Z. He said, yo, I want to I want to do a versus battle against Jay-Z. He did. I don't that doesn't sound crazy to me. It doesn't. It just doesn't. Hey, yo, no. It does not sound crazy. I want to go against Jay-Z. <laughs> I shed blood for Jay-Z. <laughs> Let oh, a nigga holler. Let a nigga holler. Wait, what the fuck did he say? Jay Z. <laughs> <laughs> yo, don't you? For, yo, remember, remember when? Nigga, nigga, remember when hip hop? Remember when every hip hop album had like a prayer? At least like a prayer that started off. Like DMX started a good chunk of his album with prayers. Hey, yo, God, you know I want to thank you for what you've done to me. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh nah, remember John Will had one? 
Bro, that shit was incredible, though. Oh, man. That shit was incredible. DMX would open the album with a prayer, end the album with a prayer. There's even some albums where he had prayers in the middle of the album. It's like, you just shot up a whole freaking hospital (laughs) in one of your songs. You went in there, you found them dude you was beefing with, you shot him up, and you asked God for forgiveness. I'm with that. All you got to do is ask God for... Ask God for forgiveness. He will grant you what you're asking for, man. That's and 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 in the midst of all that, you were barking. Okay, so DMX albums had barking. Uh, uh, it, had, it had demons. Egos. He had demons. Demons. Wow, DMX. That joint was stacked. That yeah, you want to, bro, you want to talk about action pack? Listening to a DMX album <laughs> is literally like a motion picture. It's it just really a science, fi- science fiction hip hop. Horror hip hop. <laughs> and then somehow it, it worked too. Like he'll, he'll link up with people like Aaliyah, like very gentle and, and be barking on the song. And then. Arr, 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 arr. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Oh man, a grown man barking. He made that normal. He he was even barking on his club song. Uh, Y'all gonna make me lose my mind. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, listen, hey, hey, put some bass in your bark, dog. I don't, you over here barking like a goddamn Yorkie. No, DMX was barking like a goddamn Rottweiler. Okay? It's a different type of bark, man. Over here sounding like a damn, over here sounding like a damn puppy. I swear, I swear on everything. I even heard him whimpering on a song one time. <laughs> no, I swear he did. He whimpered. Shut the hell up. I, I, Shut the I, hell I up. Show me the song. He Show me the song. <laughs> I don't I believe that shit. I don't believe I, it. I, I don't believe it. It's, I think it's on the star or something. He started whimpering. I don't believe it, but I wouldn't put it past him. He literally Going thought down, he was a dog. Maybe? I don't know. He, he thought he was a dog. I'm telling you right now, in 2020, if somebody bark on a song, everybody would look at them like they were nuts. They'd be like, yo, hey, you, uh, is he, does he have it all together? Like, is everything cool up you, there? Um, could you imagine, could you, can you imagine, can you imagine, like, let's say you're a rapper and you get to the studio with DMX and he's like, yo, no, I'm going to lay down this verse. And for the ad-libs, let me do the ad-libs. And you try to rap and he's barking. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, you know how, uh, you know how, uh, uh, one of the person who's been doing the, one, uh, an amazing job at ad-libs, low-key over the last couple of years, is Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar has become yeah, he's been fantastic. a very, very great ad-libber, right? On songs that's not even his. Imagine if DMX was like, hey, yo, I just want to do some ad-libs on your song. That's it. And he's just barking throughout. Like, yo, at the end of the line, I just went to the store and I shot a nigga. Arr, arr, arr. Like, you just heard barks. You would think there's something wrong. You like now, hey, DMX is he's one of a kind though, man. So let's 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 not act like he's not a legend, man. But uh he was definitely on some other shit with that barking. I still I can't explain it. Can't explain it. Definitely was. Uh Uh, last album. Last Last album, album. the last one. Let's talk about uh your boy Gucci Man. Hey man, uh again I did summer. I didn't hear the album. However, what I do want to do is critique Gucci Man's cover art. Uh, as your, that was as your, fantastic. It was fantastic. As your resident cover art analyst here on this show, 
uh, I want to commend Gucci Man for apparently stepping up his game with this cover art. This joint looks like a movie trailer. It, it, it looks like it, it, it looks like some shit that like I would see Will Smith standing in front of that 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 Hummer, right? Like shooting a scene to a movie. I gotta give him props. So icy summer album cover, phenomenal. This might be the best one Gucci Mane's ever put out. It's a very as, fantastic um, album cover. As far uh, as the music is concerned, I yeah. can't speak on it because <laughs> I didn't hear it. And to be honest with you, unless it's thrown in, in my face, I probably won't hear it. Not because I'm anti-Gucci, I just don't really feel like listening to Gucci Mane music, I'll be honest. Okay. Well, I heard it. Um, it's long, and it's not all Gucci Man. Like Gucci Man's on a good chunk of the songs, but he's he's introducing some of his people. And yep. to be quite honest with you, they they put up pretty decent uh, performances. Uh, it's if you like trap music, like unadulterated trap music, you will love the song. But let's let, you know what. Let me do a favor. Do you a favor? So because it's a very long okay. album. Let All me right. do you a favor and tell you the songs that you should pay attention to on the album. Okay. I think that will be beneficial. That's a service that we can provide. Let's do um, that. Both Sides. I don't know if you heard that song, Both Sides with Lil Baby. That's the best song on the album, in my opinion. I've heard it. That joint's fire. It, it came out It came out weeks, It came came out. out a couple weeks ago, if I'm not mistaken. It did. It did. Yeah, I heard that joint. Both Sides is fire. Um, freakiest in the World. I thought was pretty dope. That's with Young Thug and um, Gucci. They just going back and forth. It's a it's back and forth. It's a it's an interesting song. I wouldn't say it's good or great, but I think it's an interesting listen. Uh, Lifers. I thought Lifers was pretty dope. That that song is powered by a beat that sounds like a Juicy J beat. So it's pretty interesting hearing Gucci Man spit bars over like something like a Juicy J beat. It's pretty tight. Uh, then you got a song with 21 Savage and Young Nudie uh, that sounds kind of like a Playboy Cardi song. That's pretty dope. I think that's something you should listen to. And Still Remember. Still Remember is like just a trap joint that's just hard as hell. The good thing about this album is Gucci is back to his like street gutter ways on it. Like he's, he, he done slapped and, and shot 1900 people on the album. So that's what I would say. I, I, the album is not, I would not recommend it. I would say probably like a D, D plus. I wouldn't recommend it, but listen to those five or six songs I just mentioned. Well, well, well thank you for your uh, your due diligence there. You say, you're saving me a lot of time because I promise you, uh, yeah. I'm yeah. not sure it's if I want to It is a whopping 24 songs on there. Did you, 24. Did you do a review? Yeah, or did you? I did, that's why I know. So yeah, that's why I know all this stuff. So so with that being said, everybody check out your review on ratingsgamemusic.com. Check yes, the sir. backdrop in the but right yes, behind sir. you. Y'all can yes, see sir. what it is. You might learn something new about the album. Yes. Yeah, you you won't. So wait, I didn't hear a grade. What, what would you give the grade? Or what would you give the album? I did. I said a grade. I said D. D plus. Oh, bad. I missed it. Do a D. Something like that. Yeah, not not yeah. that good. It wasn't it wasn't great. I wouldn't right. recommend it. They're ill and they're not. So advice. And for our next segment, 
we give you the ill and the not so advised. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, then you know that, uh, well, we'll let you know that <clears throat> this is the segment where we tell you what our favorite songs are and what we tell you, what you need to avoid pretty much. Uh, first song I'm gonna say that I'm bumping right now is Russ live from the villa and Russ's give up single. So it's actually two songs. Uh, you know, there was one time you asked me on this podcast, uh, who are some artists that you think can do no wrong in your book, right? And I couldn't give you an answer. I think I said Chance the Rapper, uh, but I actually don't think that anymore because his last album wasn't that great. Um, but I will say this, there's a couple. Russ is definitely one of those people that I think at this point can't do no wrong. He right now, he's, he, he's, he has like that NBA jam, he's on fire uh, right, right now to me. And uh, one thing about Russ that I think is pretty dope is that he's very versatile. Uh, his first single, Live From The Villa, bruh, I can, I can tell you right now, his bars on that joint is amazing. Punchlines galore, flow is great. Clever lyrics, everything in the book is, is fantastic. You need to listen to it. I don't know if you heard it yet, Uch, but you need to listen to that joint. It's, it's fantastic. And then he's putting you on game how to boss up. That's the thing that I like about Russ. He will tell you exactly how to boss up. It's like he is a how-to guide on how to get to the money to like the, the effective way. So I really like that song, but then you have a song like Give Up where he's singing, uh, he's hitting us with great melodies and then he's opened up his heart. Like Give Up pretty much is about, uh, you know, trying to figure out where a relationship went wrong, you know? And that's another thing I like about him. When he makes those R&B joints, it's not just your cliche, I love her, she loves me, blah, 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 blah. He actually gets into like detail about relationships and love. And so that's why I really think uh, those two songs are fantastic. Another song that I've been bumping is Amine and Young Thug Contemplate, Compensating, sorry. Uh, Amine is yet another artist I think in my book can do no wrong. Like, Amine, just like Russ, can rap very well. He sings very well, but I think it's his creativity that makes him such a great artist. On his compensating joint, him and Young Thuds is going back and forth on some, you know, like, I guess some braggadocious slash some, you know, trying to figure out like how you, you trying to play me, I'm trying to play you. But really, it's not really the lyrics that make the song great. It's the hook is fantastic, it's catchy, it's infectious. And then the back and forth between two rappers that I think are very unique, very creative rappers, sounds very dope to me. Make sure you check that out, Compensate, it's fantastic. Uh, another song that I think is pretty dope, Moneybag Yo said some. Moneybag Yo is, is I think, if you were to poll me and ask me which rapper do I think makes the best club hits right now, Moneybag Yo is on that list to me. Maybe number one. Like Moneybag Yo's music, I think probably sounds 10 times better in strip clubs. 
Just the, the, the beats that he picks, just the swagger that he raps with is fantastic. But one thing about Moneybag Yo that I noticed in his music is he's braggadocious, he's a boss and all that good stuff, but he don't be addressing stuff. Like clearly Moneybag Yo has tension with certain people, right? Like, but he never addresses it. He kind of like sidesteps it. Said Some is probably the one song that he made in which he's actually going at you. He's going at that dude that keeps talking about him, that boxer. I think his name is Javante Davis or something like that. He keeps sending side swipes at him for some odd reason. I don't know the history between these people, but I keep seeing that. Moneybag Yo addresses it and at the same time makes a dope-ass club hit. Said Some is very, very good and do not sleep on Moneybag Yo. And the last song I would recommend that I've been playing that is very fantastic is Wash Us in the Blood by Kanye West and Travis Scott. Listen, we've been trying to cancel Kanye for like five years. How, how, long, how long can somebody be in the process of being canceled? Like at a certain point, we just gotta say cancel is annulled. Like whatever the case may be, never question Kanye's artistry. Like in this day and age where we got a lot of people that sound the same, we got melodies for days. I get it, I understand it. Kanye is the only person that would take things to the next level. He switches things up. He makes things you've never heard before. He actually takes chances. And to me, Wash Us in the Blood is one of the most unique songs I've ever heard in my life. The energy is, is amazing. Very simple lyrically, actually, if you really think about it. He doesn't really say much, but how he raps, the beat, the just, the, the, the controversy, just the attention. And then you add Travis Scott in there as like the ultimate hype man. Oh man, that song is fantastic. I think that's one of the better first singles I've heard in a while. Like to pretty much get somebody, get people excited about what you're trying to do. I thought that was fantastic. Now to my not so advised songs that I would say stay away from. Uh, I feel like every week we talk about Six Nine. Every week I have to say there's a song that he makes that is not good. <laughs> While we Gooba, right? Gooba, we agree that it's not that bad. It's not that bad a song. But I did not like Crows at all. Yaya to me is the worst song he's brought out since he's gotten out of jail. Yaya, if you don't know, Yaya's a reggaeton inspired joint that uh has 6ix9ine singing, has 6ix9ine using his inside voice. Um I get it, it's it's your stereotypical reggaeton song, but to me it's is sloppy, it's rushed, it's predictable, it's it's not structured well. I just think uh, flat out is just a bad song. And, and, and this is, there's a bigger message to what I'm trying to say is that you can't just sit here and say, I'm going to make a reggaeton song and just make a reggaeton song and expect it to be good. That's kind of disrespectful to the reggaeton genre. People that are actually good at this. Just because the man speaks Spanish doesn't mean that you should like a song that he makes in which he speaks Spanish and he uses a reggaeton beat. Please guys, don't fall for it. Please, please 
appreciate the real reggaeton artist and not somebody that just does it for fun or for whatever reason. And another song I want to talk about, which is going to surprise you guys, uh, not so advised, is, man, I wasn't really feeling that Kid Cutting and Eminem joint. I really wasn't feeling it. Like, I tried to. Like, the nostalgic vibes it gave me. I mean, Eminem's obviously one of the top rappers of all time. Kid Cudi, to me, is one of the most influential hip-hop acts ever. And I thought them coming together could make something super unique. But I don't know. The, the chemistry kind of was off. And the song was just kind of like, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was, don't get me wrong, it was action-packed. And, you know, they talked about George Floyd and stuff like that. But... You can't just put two titans together and just expect it to be a good song. Sort of like how, um, in comparison, when Jay-Z and Nas, they stopped beefing, they made back Black Republicans. Uh, it's all right. I mean, they're two titans. I don't see the chemistry there. And I, I think that's what, what happened here. And so that's my ill uh, and my not so advised for this, this uh, episode. Interesting list. Interesting list. Um, good list. Uh, a lot of the songs I haven't actually I haven't actually heard, but I'm obviously familiar with the names. I mean, uh, you're right, man. Russ Russ is on fire. Russ hasn't missed in years, if ever. Um, Amine, I check out that song. You know, I'm a you know I'm a young thug uh, supporter. I'll call that. But. You talked about Kanye West and Travis Scott. I want to talk a little bit about that because while I like that song a lot, it's just not one of those songs that I want to play. Like, it's like I appreciated it for what I heard on first, second listen, but I don't know if I want to keep running it back. It, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. I, I just kind of have like a little not a love-hate relationship. You know what, maybe I'll call it that because that's kind of how I feel it about is. Kanye. I got a, I got a love-hate relationship about, with, with that song. It's just, I don't know, man. It's something about it that just doesn't make me want to keep playing. But it is a good song. It is a good song. Uh, and of course, Moneybag Yo, dude, we, we, we've, uh, we've debated for years about Moneybag Yo. Um, yeah. Especially, I remember the most popular one, the most recent debate we had was who's a better rapper, him or um, Young Dolph. Young I'm Dolph. still holding true. I still believe Moneybag Yo is a better rapper. I still think he's a better artist. I think he's better at everything, except for the 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 realness. I think I think Young Dolph got him. A, he got him a little bit when it comes to the more hard hitting lines. But nonetheless, I do like that song. That's a good song. It says something. That is a good song. Uh, that's a good list, man. That's a good list. I like that. I like that. Uh, so for me, I uh, I had a couple of songs that I had a couple of songs from a couple of people that you may be familiar with, you may not be familiar with, but I think this this name is pretty common at this point. Snow Allegra, she dropped a new song called "Dying for Your Love," and um, I really like it. it. It's one of those songs that is right up her alley that R&B, slow, uh, slow jams feel. It has that grown folks aspect that I think maybe the young people won't necessarily vibe with. I think the difference with Snow Allegra 
and the type of music she makes versus some of the more contemporary or modern or uh, younger R&B women that you, you mentioned earlier is they do a little bit more uh, with their production. Like I think, and also they're a little bit more with the times as far as the references that they drop, the, the swagger that they come across. Um, that's kind of the core difference that I, that I see with Snow Allegra and the Summer Walkers, the Janae Aikos, the, the, even the Scissors, if you want to throw that in there as well, or throw her in there as well. So, um, but Snow Allegra, she dropped a really good song. I really like this joint. It's in my, it's in my library. Y'all check that out. Um, vibes galore. Go light you a damn incense while you're listening to it. If you, if you, if you're chasing for any type of person during these quarantine times, man, this will, this will put you in the mood. I, I don't know if y'all are out here dating on, I, dude, what are people doing? Are, are they on dating apps? Are they on, how do people meet nowadays? It, it boggles my mind. I don't know. But what I do know is that this song is for the grown people. I don't want to say only, but it caters towards the grown people. Y'all check it out. It's a dope ass R&B track. And Snow Allegra's dope. I think every, she dropped a really good album last year that, that people loved that didn't get enough shine, to be honest with you. So I want to definitely keep uh, elevating uh, the music that she's making because it's really good. The next song I want to talk about is Queen Nyjah. Uh, I'm sorry, a song called Butterfly by Queen Nyjah and Wale. Um, Queen Nyjah, you talked about her as well uh, earlier. She's another one of those song, songstresses that uh, is making a lot of noise, can really sing, is with the younger people, really vibey, really wavy. I, I really like her voice. She dropped this song called, called Butterflies. It's actually the remix with Wale. I never heard the actual original until the remix with Wale. I will say that. But again, it just gives you those feels, man. It's kind of in the same boat as Snow Allegra. Uh, if you're into R&B music, like I am, because to be honest with you, R&B music is my, that's my shit. That's my first love musically. I cater more towards R&B than rap. That's just kind of how my brain works. I'm a, I'm a fan of the melodies. I think that's really true music at its, at its peak. This song will absolutely give you everything you need to, to feel if you're looking for some new R&B music. And you just want some like cuddly, Type music. Go, go. Drop this song on right after you throw the Snow Allegra song, and 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 listen to Wale give you a, a a really good verse about the chicks that he is trying to pursue and that he gets butterflies while he's trying to go after them. That is essentially the 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 essence of the song. It's a cool song. Y'all check it out. And the last song I will mention on my ill list is a song called No Fear No More by. A guy that I've never heard of, but his name is Maydion. I'm not even sure if I'm pronouncing it right, to be honest with you. Uh, but he has this song, this new song that just dropped featuring Earth Gang. This is one of those upbeat, dance, electric, R&B, uh, rap. It, it's honestly, it's kind of genreless. If, if if there's any song out here that, um, you can't really place into a box, it would be this one because it really, it's really a well-rounded song. It, it gives you everything you need to, you need to feel, gives you everything you need to know. Um, and I'm gonna be checking for this guy, man, this, this Maybeon guy. I, I'm not familiar with his music, 
he drew me in with this new song featuring Earth Gang. Um, again, if you're into electric music, if you're into hip hop, if you're into R&B, if you're into house music, if you're into music, period, you are going to like this song. That's how I feel about it. So check it out. Q, I don't know if you've heard it, but it's a good, it's a really good song. Um, that concludes my ill list. And to move into my not so advised list, I have one song to talk about, and it's a new joint that Ty Dolla Sign just dropped called Ego Death, featuring Kanye West, FKA Twigs, and Skrillex. Now, you guys are probably like, why would this song be on the not so advised list? Because truth be told, this is not a bad song. As a matter of fact, it's actually a good song. You know, it's one of those alternative R&B, alternative type songs that I, that, that I would compare to the joint that I just mentioned with the Medion and the Earth Gang joint. So why is this song on the list? Well, it, it's, it's really come to my attention that Ty Dolla Sign is no longer focused on R&B music. Um, and while I hope I'm wrong about that statement, him dropping these type of songs is just proving my, the point that I've been trying to hammer home for the last couple of, um, the last couple of years about Ty Dolla Sign's impact on music and the fact that he has a lot of relationships with a lot of different people. He's really entered into this, this really unique space of a songwriter and of a, of a producer where he's really working with every type of artist that music has to offer. And while that is very commendable, that's very commendable. Matter of fact, we should put some respect on his name for even having the audacity to do something outside of R&B music to how we were kind of introduced to him before. So I'm all for the, the musical expansion of what he brings to the table. I love, I love the creativity. Like, er, like last episode, we bashed, um, we bashed G-Eazy for, for his uh, alternative album that he just put out. And while I don't think the album was good, I respect his artistic approach to expanding what he brings to the table. However, I have my opinions as to what I believe they do best as a, as a consumer. So that's kind of the same approach that I feel about Ty Dolla Sign. I think he's lost his way musically. He's lost what I believe made him, uh, made his music resonate with us as a listener. We're not getting R&B music anymore. And it's sad because if Ty Dolla Sign would just simply go back to what he was doing um, on Free TC and even parts of his next album, Campaign, not the whole album, because he, he kind of veered a little bit more towards hip hop. But I just think he really needs to reevaluate his, his, his art, artistic approach and specifically the music that he's dropping. Because for this to be a single that Ty Dolla Sign dropped lets me know all I need to know about where he's moving musically. Because you drop a song like this, and you think he's going to come back with, a, with the R&B slow jam, the next joint around? I don't think so. I don't think so. And so... It's, it disappoints me because Todd Dallasan has been one of my favorite artists over the years. And uh, I'm just not happy with what he's been putting out. So again, this is not a bad song. It made my not so advised list because he's better than this. And he actually, in my opinion, actually needs to start showing that. Because I think people are forgetting what Ty Dallasan is even good at in the first place. 
I really believe that. So that's my list, man. Hey, I can't hear you. I think you're on mute. Let me address the uh, tie down sign, I guess, first, since that's the one you're most passionate about. Right. I do agree. Ty Dolla Sign, I think he, I don't know the word that I would use for it. I think I want to say he dumbs down his music. I, I want to say he doesn't think highly about himself. I don't think he knows how good he is. And But at the same time, I do like him experimenting with uh, EDM. He sounds really good. This is not his first EDM song. It's not, by the way. It's not. He does it a lot. He actually has been veered towards that way. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm curious. I, I just, that's where it gets a little weird with album sales and receptions because his, his albums were good. Free TCs was good. But I don't think people really cared about it as much as they were supposed to care about it. And so in one sense, he's like, I made this and they didn't really care, but I made something like So Am I, that's kind of like alternative R&B and people love that song. So it's like, maybe he feels like they don't appreciate that R&B stuff, you know, and the real ones do, but I don't know. I don't know, maybe he's chasing success and he's, he's, he's taking an interesting route. Um, it's funny that, that, that Earth Game and Medion song, I saw it, I thought about listening to it, but I was like, I don't know who this Medion guy is. Or woman. Fair. So neither just, I just neither, it, neither I, did I. I exactly. So I'm uh, and then now you tell me it has EDM vibes. I definitely have to listen to it. Earth Gang on some EDM vibes. Oh man. It's not it's not completely easy. Like I said, it's a well-rounded song. Or I, would, alternative, I, I wouldn't call it EDM, but I would say it has a lot of different elements. A lot. It's very hard to really I categorize it. To it. Yeah. I gotta listen to it. I gotta listen to it. Yeah, check it okay. out. Okay. Thank you for that list. You're welcome, sir. It would fly stop. So, for my ill-advised thought, not that thought, uh, I want to talk about music and how they age. You know, in this, this world that we live in today, things just don't age well. Sometimes things age, sometimes things age well, and sometimes they don't. Um, that goes for tweets. That goes for stuff that media pundits say, pop politicians say, in movies, stuff that happens on movies. And I think it's especially so in music. Uh, you know, we all have some of our favorite stuff that didn't age well. For some odd reason, J. Cole is somebody that always says stuff that don't really age that well, right? Like, think about his comment about, uh, I pray that they let Takashi out because they want him to rock. I think if J. Cole can remake that verse, he would probably take that out. Uh, and most recently, J. Cole, uh, or not recently, on, on No Role Models, J. Cole said he wants that Will and Jada love after all the stuff that has transpired including entanglements i'm pretty sure j cole probably would take that out too first um but you know at the same time we got to give j cole credit right j cole also 
made a song called False Prophets that I think actually describes what Kanye West is showing us right now, where, you know, he's somebody that was influential and he was somebody that was speaking knowledge, but now like he's kind of a shell of himself. And I think he ac accurately described that. However you feel about Kanye, it's however you feel about him, but I think he was pretty accurate in that statement. Um, one of the songs that I think probably aged the poorest, and it just, just this week, it aged really badly, is uh, Big Sean's I Don't Mess With You, I Don't F With You song. Um, as you may know, Naya, uh, she right now is missing. Uh, I think right now they're, they're trying to discover her body. They, they believe that she may have drowned. Um, and famously, I Don't Mess With You is about Naya, uh, you know, and in the song, you know, Big Sean is just pretty much saying that I dodged a bullet, that she was crazy and, you know, um, how much he doesn't like her, that she just was here for the money, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, unfortunately, that song is really big in the club. A lot of people love that song. And uh, I think it really resonated with a lot of people. I, I, I do think that is probably Big Sean's best song, actually. Um, it's just so interesting how something can age that badly after the event that happens. And um, I think I, in this case, which is, this is probably Big Sean's biggest banger. What do you do? Do you perform it again? Do you say that that's how I was feeling at the moment? I can't be, uh, you know, ignoring those feelings that I had back then. Uh, do you retire it? It's interesting. I, I think that's one aspect of music that we kind of ignore a lot of times is that uh, how you feel at the moment is, is a lot of times reflected in the music that you make at that moment. Um, do you still choose to embrace how you felt at that moment? Because at the end of the day, everything ages. Um, I think it's an interesting conversation to have. Uh, I think personally, I, I, I'm still gonna bump, I don't mess with you. I, I will look at it a little differently, but I do think that this is something that might change the way people talk about their exes, might change the way people uh, view the idea of bashing somebody because everything ages. And unfortunately, a lot of times they just don't age well. That's my ill-advised thought. Okay. That's a good one, man. That's a good one. Um, yeah, man, it's sad. It's kind of sad. I saw that story this week. And I was just like, damn, man, yeah. like, what the, what, what really happened? And um, yeah, it's unfortunate, man. They said they found the son who the four-year-old son on the mm -hmm. boat by himself, like sleeping. 
You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's tragic, actually. Like you gonna talk about a tragedy? That is a tragedy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I don't have any more thoughts. That's just a sad story. <laughs> Real talk. I was I was actually sad to see that story. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a very sad story. Very sad story. Yeah. So no, nah, that was a good advice thoughts though. Um. So for me. For my ill-advised thoughts, I want to talk about Gilly the Kid and his uh, "All Lives Matter" statements that he made, which was which was very interesting. Because if you guys know anything about Gilly the Kid, he's had a very interesting career. Uh, I was not I'm not familiar with his musical career outside of the fact that he was feuding with Cash Money and Lil Wayne back in the day over ghostwriting claims which Lil Wayne did, has denied still to this day. However, it has become at least relatively clear that he was around during that time and he contributed in some way. What that way was, I don't know and I don't think we'll ever know. But I'm not here to talk about his musical career. He dropped the All Lives Matter statement, which put a whole lot of people in uproar, to be honest with you. And I think the whole All Lives Matter statements that people have been making have been very interesting you know it, it it reminds me of why there's still a whole lot of work to do out here um it reminds me that there are a lot of people who just don't get it um i saw a very interesting tweet uh somebody said something very interesting uh, a couple weeks ago i thought it, it made me look at the situation differently they said when people say Black Lives Matter, it does not contradict All Lives Matter. And here's why. The person used an analogy and they said, <laughs> they said, if, if the rain, like for example, if, if somebody is saying, save the rainforest, right? Save the trees and the rainforest, right? We wanna save all the rainforest because they're a very integral part of the environment. There's a lot of oxygen that the trees produce that make their way into the actual atmosphere that people actually breathe. It's very important that we save the rainforests, okay? Let's save them, all right? It does not contradict all of the other trees that are not in the rainforest, okay? It's a specific type of tree that we should be focusing on because they're endangered, right? We just need to take a more focused look on these types of trees. Now, without minimalizing this and equating trees directly to humans, because that's not what I'm at least trying to do. However, for the purposes of this example, that is exactly what I'm doing. Black Lives Matter does not negate all lives matter. We understand that all lives should matter. However, I think when people say Black Lives Matter, the whole notion is that Black people are under, they're under fire, right? They're not that, not that black people are endangered, but it's clear that there is a threat against black people. So when they make those statements, it, it does not negate all lives matter. It kind of undermines the, the focused look that black people want to be placed on the movement. So I'm not here to trash Gilly the Kid. Nor am I here to trash anyone who uses all lives matter. All lives matters. I, I really don't. I mean, it is what it is. However, I just kind of want you guys and the people out there who who think that to just take a different view of the situation. 
right? I think two things can be true. Black Lives Matter can be true. All Lives Matter can be true. Why do they have to compete against each other? Why? And I think when people try to make them compete, when people try to put, the, put them up against each other, it's just, it, it's unproductive. Like that is not what is needed. So again, Gilly the Kid has some, he, I think he's, he's tried to explain himself, which is very interesting because he's now turned into a podcaster, which now everybody has. Um, and he has a pretty good one, by the way. It's very entertaining. So you guys should definitely check them out. Uh, I actually fuck with the show. I fuck with him as a personality. Uh, which he's he's always been that. But it's just interesting to see another person, yet another person being used as an example as to the undermining of a movement such as Black Lives Matter, right? Let's stop with the, the comparing of the people mattering, right? They all can exist. However, let's stop negating each of them, right? Let's Let's stop. Let's just stop, man. That shit is whack to me. It's, it's, it's whack. So with that being said, I'm going to put this back to how we started the episode. And you, Q, you actually talked about it. You said, all, you said Black Lives Matter. And uh, we're going to end on that. We're going to end on that uh, with this episode. I think it's fitting. I think it's fitting. That's my ill-advised thought. It's more of an educational session today. That was a good ill-advised thought. Um, yeah, there was something else that he said. I can't remember. But he said that and then something else. But um, you're absolutely right. Like, you know, Black Lives Matter is a movement to let you know that, like, yo, this community is complaining, like, about not being treated fairly, not being treated equally, not being given attention. And it's like, we can't, all lives matter, I get it, but like, we need to especially pay attention to what Black lives in America mean. Um, is this interesting because All Lives Matter has been something that uh, I think, I would guess most white people have been saying, people other than black people. So it was interesting to hear a black person say, hey man, like not get the message and just say All Lives Matter. Like that's, that's very interesting. I, I think that's one of our, within this whole situation like that we're going through right now, that's been one of the most interesting thing, like black people attacking black people. And I, I, I think it's bizarre and it's weird, but that's a great ill-advised thought as usual. And yes, Black Lives Matter, don't forget. Appreciate that, man. Um, yeah, let's wrap this up. Uh, this was a good episode, good conversation. If you guys like what you heard, definitely subscribe on any platform you listen to podcasts. We're going to drop this episode on YouTube. It's definitely going to be up there. And like we mentioned earlier, that Pop Smoke review is up on YouTube. Check it out if you want to hear our thoughts on, on Pop Smoke's newest album. Rest in peace to Pop Smoke. Uh, and as always, if you are giving advice, make sure it's ill. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And make sure you get some Apple Pro and Apple EarPods and, and all this good stuff. All right. Yeah, make sure and make sure if you see the police, make sure you warn me, aka a brother. That, that, that's all I, I ask. I, I, I will. I will. And it could be anonymous. <laughs> yeah. You or you could end up on Crime Stoppers like T.I. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see y'all later.